Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevens, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevens. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing the Super Mario Brothers that was released in 1993. Yeah, around the 90s, obviously. 1993. Yeah, and of course, (laughs) I know what you guys are thinking. You are thinking, oh, no, no, not Mario Brothers. No, Fits into our criteria. We do fantasy movies. Come on. And bear in mind, guys, it's not a very bad movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a bad movie. But Mike here found a reason why it was considered bad. Okay. I I, I was going to say when I was talking about the reviewers' comments. I think what's happened is, right, they had the idea and given the permission from by Nintendo to make the movie. Hmm. They decided to throw money at this production. Yes. They had several attempts at writing the screenplay for it. Okay. And I think the problem is they were initially looking at a children's audience, but maybe, because Kitty's about 8, 9, 10 years old, would be playing Mario Brothers on their Nintendo machines. Just like my nephew. Not the 30 or 40 year olds who go to work and pay for the Nintendo machines. No. Mm. Uh, now, what I was saying is that I think they spent more time uh, trying to um, work on their special effects, hmm. set designs, and I think I lost track of where it should have been going. Uh, it should be aimed, it should have been aimed at kids, and they spent a shitload of money on special effects and everything else to try and make it work. Hmm. So it was a good movie, but they certainly overcapitalised on it, and I think they lost their way with the storyline, because to me, even though I liked the movie, it didn't clearly define itself saying, hey, this is a kiddies movie, or an adult movie. Like, like take Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is an adult movie. Yeah. Okay? Now, that is clearly made as an adult movie. This one here is trying to capitalise on kiddies and adults, I think. Mm. And I think that's where it lost it. Hmm. They could have made it a bit darker, taken a little bit of the comedy away, it might have been a better movie, or make it a straightforward kids' movie, a bit less special effects, because kids don't really need special effects that much, and make it a bit like the same way as those inane things like SpongeBob SquarePants and stuff, which kids like watching. And hmm. that might have made a lot more money out of it. I don't know, but that's the gut feeling I get anyway. Yeah, I yeah. we watched it last night, and some of me, my friends, keep saying, "Oh, you poor dear, why you, you watch? You, why are you <laughs> suffering for this?" I beg to differ, guys. It's I not a like bad movie, it. but it could have been better. I would. Yeah. I mean, from a kid's perspective, I grew up watching. I watched this as a kid, yeah, 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 and yeah. I didn't question at the time. It's. Um, bad reviews or whether it was a bad um, movie for yeah. all in all but I yeah. enjoyed it because of the funny antics yeah. the um, what get what Mario and Luigi, Luigi get up to yeah. and how they fought the bad guys exactly right now actually um, I will go into a little bit of my uh, pre-storytelling stuff here um, uh, but there's not there's not a lot to say about these sort of movies. It's just a good, fun, fancy movie. And unlike some yeah, people yeah. who take mm. every single video game and tear it apart when they do a movie about it, yeah, um, I don't I don't play Super Mario Brothers very much, and I don't believe every single story they print on there. Nah. Anyway. So I don't believe everything I read or or I watch. Anyway. Yeah. Now this this is actually marketed or written down here in uh, in my notes here as it is the first feature length live action film to be based on a video game really now that says well they didn't have any uh, benchmarks paradigms nothing they had to make it up as it went along so being one of the first or the first uh, yeah well where do you draw the line how do you approach it mm. they are there are ideas on trying to make the standalone movie mm based on the computer games or do we go and try to make it more like the yeah, computer game? Of course in yeah, this yeah. I think the one of the actors, um, that would have been the guy who played Mario, Bob Bob Hoskins. Yeah, yeah. He, this movie kind of considered to be his downfall according to I don't know his downfall, people. but um it won I mean he'd he'd played in Who Framed Roger Rabbit before yeah. this and Hook. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he might have been some other movies after. I yeah. don't think he's down. It, wouldn't, it wasn't one of his best achievements. Yeah, and it wasn't mm. again about his acting. It was just about it's the movie. It's just that yeah. um, mm. other people have rose up. And I think that Dan DeVito and John Candy and all the other Not guys. Um, they They did far, far oh. better than um, Bob for gosh knows reasons. Oh, yeah. He may have gone. He may have risen up again. I don't know. Bob Hoskins is a good actor. Like he's him. a good actor, and I think he's hilarious to watch. I think Bob Hoskins is a fine actor. Actually, guess who was candidates before Bob Hoskins? Okay, tell about what? Who? Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, no, he's a good actor. He, okay. could, he, he might well have. Then Danny DeVito, as we mentioned, Danny Danny was going to play Mario. And I can mm. see Danny DeVito playing Mario. Uh, uh, I see a little bit. Yeah, not a lot. but here we are. Now, the, main, the antagonist guy, I think you're using Arnold Schwarzenegger or Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Hmm. Mm, interesting. Now, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, can't no see it. Michael Gitton, maybe because he did the Beetlejuice sort of stuff, so he could have been interesting. Mm, he does maybe. interesting character mm-hmm. stuff. And Tom Hanks was considered for the role of Luigi. Now, Tom that, Hanks, huh? Tom Hanks, but uh, no, that. wait a minute, no, wait a minute. He ha- but Tom Hanks had a string of box office failures before then. They didn't <laughs> want to put him in there just in case. Oh man, ah. that's a good one. So you go figure that one. I read somewhere that the guy anyway, who we're plays the gun here. I heard that the <laughs> the guy who plays Luigi. Luigi, hey, my um, uncle's called Luigi. I think this or movie was, kind of helped him improve on his acting. Or no, he was. That was one of his first roles. He, he was an up and coming actor at the time. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I, yeah. and I think he did pretty well for himself after well, he that. Did, no, he, he's been lots of different things. I won't go through a list of what he's done, but he's been in quite a few things over the years. Now, here we go. Okay, we're, here we go. My usual tirade of information. Okay. It produced by Jake Eberts and Roland Joffe. Right. Uh, I don't think it didn't lose too much money because it became a cult movie later on, so they might have got the money back on it. Uh, direct, directed by uh, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. They're a husband and wife team. Wow, that's nice. I wonder how many arguments had over the breakfast cereal, hey? Hmm. Mm, I don't know. Um, I think <laughs> that some people can make a good team. Yeah, husband and wife, though, you see? Is that, you see each other 24-7 and you go, hmm. I don't know. But no, it obviously works because it is a good production. I know itself, plenty yeah. of th- mm. people who work close on productions. That's not the same being married. they do work well <laughs> together. I'm a married person, I know. I like the same... I like the social distance from myself from my wife sometimes. No. Don't be rude. No, 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 no. Anyway, written by Parker Bennett and Terry Runty, I think it is, and Ed Solomon, hmm. based on obviously Mario hmm. by Nintendo. Hmm. Um, now, um, hmm. we, I won't go too much into this. Um, now, the budget, $48 million. That's what I'd say. They probably spent a bit more than they envisaged on the special effects and mm. post-production and stuff and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> pre-production <laughs> and, uh, instead of concentrating on a better storyline. Now, I'm not knocking it. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not being a troll. I'm just making an observation. Yeah. Uh, mm. Box office only 40 mil. However, it has become a cult classic and it's probably since made a lot more money. Yeah. Uh, on mm. the home media market, selling uh, VHS back yeah. in those days and DVDs mm. and yeah. Blu-ray. Technically, when we mm. were in, in in 1990, we didn't play the top of the line games back then until years later. Uh, I was uh, and back in those. I still had a Commodore 64 playing Commodore 64 games, and I know some of the later Commodore 64 games were mm. actually Sega Sega games. Yeah. yeah. See, um, mm. back then yeah. we didn't play the um, Sega or Nintendo stuff. We couldn't afford. We one. couldn't afford no, it, no. so <laughs> we often got the, um, down like a little 64. bit of a you know price range type games. No, no, I had a Commodore 64, so I bought second hand for a buck a load of games. We didn't need to buy Nintendo. Yeah, but we still enjoyed yeah. them. Oh, we had a ball, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we did have get, had computerized games, you know, like we got um, Ghostbusters and other g- games. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. We talk about the stuff later. I know. Yeah. Now, Bob Hoskins plays the main lead. He plays Mario. And guess what his last name is? Mario. So Mario. it's Mario, Mario. They named him twice because they like the name so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, John, okay, here we uh, John Leguizamo. I th- hope it's the right pronunciation, John. I'm sorry if it's not. He plays Luigi Mario. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, speaking about Mario Brothers, I got a little four-year-old boy who spends all his time sitting at the laptop I bought him a couple of months ago, playing or and or watching walkthroughs of the Mario Brothers, and he likes Luigi. <laughs> he calls him Luigi because he doesn't say Luigi properly. Yeah, he's he a is so cute. He's a little yeah, four-year-old. and I keep no- knocking Mike for buying him a computer. No, no, I want age. him to get used to computers, but it needs to be controlled by Mother Dearest so they don't spend too much computer time. So yeah. when he gets to school, he actually might be a bit smarter from having yeah, having to read computer I want him to stuff, at least yeah. um, go outside and play. Go outside and play instead of just playing. I'm on doing the, computer. the cast. I know I'm a, a bad role model when it comes to computer. Yeah, she lives in a room in front of a computer. She should talk. But mm. I still go out, you know, of you know, out and about here and there. Yeah, she just, escapes a half an hour a day. Just to get away from the computer, and even though I can't really go out and play like some kids. But you do go for a walk. With, well, we go for a walk down a local park, down to the, uh, the water, and uh, we go to the shops together. Yeah. We, we take mum with us sometimes, don't we? Yeah, yeah so anyway, I'm still this? talking about the actors. Uh, yeah, Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, uh, Dennis Hopper, one of my favourite not one of my favourite, one of those good mainstay actors who keeps popping up every so often. Mm. Plays King Cooper. Well, I was going to say, the first time I saw Dennis was in Easy Rider with Peter Fonda. Top movie, if you haven't seen it. You young guys, if you haven't seen it, it's a good biker movie. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. also seen him in, in a road trip. Um, mm. Land of the Dead, and that's when he plays another dictator in that one. Yes, and I've seen him in one of the uh, mm. Children of the Corn movies, I think, or something as well. He mm. played. No, no. No, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he was in one of those ones. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, he played in number third or fourth of whatever movie, whatever. Whatever the movie. I think. Uh, okay. Now, so, uh, I'll go uh, this one last one. Samantha Mathis plays Princess Daisy. Yeah. What mean- a great name. Uh, and she's a good looking lady, too. And mm. Luigi falls in love with her. Yeah, mm. unlike the game where every well, everyone doesn't really fall in love with each other. They just, um, they're just natural teammates or friends or something well, like that. Luigi, the, uh, while Luigi in the game there, he has to say the princess. Thank mm. you very much. Yeah. Ha. Ha. Anyway, do you want to get into t- doing the tell? I'll, uh, um, it starts 65 million years ago. Now, that is that is going backwards a bit, isn't it? But yeah, that's retro stuff. Yeah, before, it talks about... Mm, will you shut up? Sorry. Anyway, it talks about... Um, Dinosaurs roaming the earth, yada yada yada, and then the meteorite comes, and somehow all the dinosaurs and whatever species end up going into um, an under sort of a, another universe or special or a parallel dimension, parallel universe, whatever. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the um, meteorite is sort of a key to allow them, you know, direct passage to dif- to the w- different worlds. Well, a chunk of it does, anyway. Look, bottom line is, the, the existing world, 65 million years ago, this meteor made things happen and, and split the dinosaur world in two parts. The one that went to alternate dimension started to evolve like us. Mm. It become humanoid-type creatures. And the other ones here died out. And the cavemen took over, and that's where we came from. Yes, so yeah, anyway, a um, few years later, um, we see a... Um, a woman taking her ba- a baby or an egg to a nunnery. We don't know it's an egg at the time. Yeah, so she leaves it there and along with the chunk of meteorite I mentioned and she heads back down underground and she gets it. Um, it she ends up in a bit of a cave in by being crushed to death by some rocks. Yes. Princess Daisy's mummy. Yeah. Meanwhile, mm. the nuns inspect the egg and then say, mm, and then they find it cracking open and, and it reveals the, a baby. And the pretty little girl came out. Then, Aww. 20 years later, after this, um, we see Luigi and Mario getting ready for work. Uh, they're plumbers, if you haven't worked it out. Mm. What they are? They are plumbers. Just mm. get on with it. Don't look at me. I know they're plumbers. Yeah, and then Mario's a plumber. Go, yeah, yeah, of course they get into car trouble, yada yada. Yeah. And anyway, Luigi's not as keen about being a plumber. He's a plumber's apprentice, if you will. He's a he's apprentice to Mario. Uh, I don't know, I don't know how, but uh, Luigi. 
was an orphan and Mario took him in to look after him. Yeah. And as well, a father-mother a... image, he decided, yeah. well, I'm a plumber. Luigi's going to be well, a plumber Well, according too. to the stories, mm-hmm. his yeah. mum and dad died and so Mario takes over as head of the household. So he's been sort of a role model for Luigi ever since. Anyway, not very, not not very rich because there's a local another local company that they're blaming for their problems. Uh, this uh, a company run by a Scapelli Construction Company, and some subsidiaries seem to be gobbling up all the work and stuff. Yeah, somehow, um, um, in a uh, sort of a dig site, Daisy now. 20 years older, I guess. Well, uh, be. Oh, she's over 20 years. She's been to university. She's working for the university. Okay. <laughs> and she's um, at a dig site and Sapelli, whatever his name is, is telling them to get lost. And he even gives her the eye, which I think is... Oh, well, yeah. No, no, no. Anthony Scapelli is trying to build... What, a building uh, building there? there. Building there. Or doing and something. he's telling them to F sure, off. Sure. And inadvertently, when they're digging underneath, under the ground, they blew... They'd used some dynamite, and they showed the remains of a dinosaur skeleton and that sort of stuff, and they called it the university. Now, Scapelli doesn't care about history, dinosaurs, anything else. He wants to build his building. Yeah. So he wants to sabotage this site. Yeah, so mm. um, we then meet... Um, Daisy meets Luigi and his brother, Mario, and they offer to help as much as they could, and they even... Luigi asks her on a date, even though he's tongue-tied about it. <laughs> he's shy. Yes. So they go on a date. Meanwhile, while this is happening, these two weird stooge guys who are trying to find um, Princess Daisy, but somehow keep getting the wrong woman here and there. Because well, these, these are the guys from the dinosaur world who have come through this portal. Yeah, and all women look alike. Yeah, uh-huh. all, all, all these funny creatures look alike here. They keep uh. getting the wrong woman. Oh, has he got two legs, two arms, a head, you know? Yeah, no. what about the looks like? I don't know what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Ah, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, well, anyway. Um, they tried several times and they end up getting the wrong one. And the last one they got before Daisy was Mario's girlfriend, uh, whatever her name is. Yeah, said something mm. about her wearing a wig or something. <laughs> well, I thought she, she changed and she said, yeah, she said, she's uh, got a costume on to try to hide. So I grabbed her and, and realised. Oops. Arthur took her down to their dimension. Oops. It was the wrong woman again. So yeah, really, these guys are really brain dead. Real brain dead. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I- Iggy and Spike. With names like that, what can you expect? Uh huh. Mm. So anyway, so the, Luigi and and Daisy they head down to the site so she could show him about the um, dinosaur fossils that she found, yeah. where they show that the dinosaurs look almost like they're evolving they're, into they're humans. Uh, yeah, from dinosaurs into humans, are getting some characteristics. So, a missing link in the dinosaur world. Then, mm, um, yes. Scapelli's guys come running out of a part of the, yeah. the tunnel where there's some water pipes there, and they'd actually loosen some bolts on yeah. some pipes there to flood the tunnel system. Yeah, and quickly, Luigi ah. goes to Mario and tells him, guess what, we have a flooding situation, we want you to come down here and, and Mario, being a plumber, mm. put his little plumber belt on and head off down to help out. Yay. Yeah, while they're fixing it, um, the t- Spike and his, whatever his name is, um, they abduct Iggy. Iggy. Like they, an Iggy Pop. Yeah, yeah they abduct <laughs> Daisy, and they knock out uh, Mario and... Luigi, and then yeah. we have the chase begins. They head into an alternate reality inside the um, a special rock. <coughs> we'll go through a rock wall, which is like a portal. How's yeah. that? And then Luigi and Mario head inside, and it was just like something out of the su- um, Stargate or something. Oh, I don't really like it. Stargate? I remember it, was, it went through a woo, creepy thing, a weird thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know Bill and Ted's incredible adventures of me, but uh, anyway, they, and they got in. So they get in. And it reminded me a little bit of um, Demolition Man and stuff and those sorts of movies where there were people living underground and stuff and mm. maybe uh, Total Recall up on Mars. Yeah, that's yeah, all, yeah. it does make me mm, think yeah. of that, mm. even though this is an alternate re- oh, yeah, old dimension old, yeah, yeah. and mm. all that stuff, even though I, I, for a long time I thought this was a, um, an underworld world to yeah, the world. Yeah. A bit of Blade Runner feel to it, the streetscapes and whatever, a little bit some of it. No. No, no. no. They, mm. more, okay, Demolition Man and mm, yeah. Total Recall. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so moving on. So, 
Our heroes arrive there, and it's called Dino Manhattan, like in Manhattan. We call it say Manhattan, Dino Hatton. Yeah, and there's some similarities, even though I never seen the nineties. No, Manhattan is a city area, Manhattan Island. I know, but I was I didn't. Yeah, but Dino Hatton. It's a spin-off. Dino had man had. I figured yeah, that, yeah. Mike. I just meant I what never. What have you seen? Because I, I never. I've been to na- to the what nineties may have looked like in Manhattan back then. I well, wasn't born yet. I went. Well, I was born yet. It was just look at the movie. I, I just don't. I don't really <laughs> no, care or or even notice. It's just what, the ordinary what it city. Like but the dinosaur like guys got it wrong when they looked at the, when they got glimpses of our dimension. They didn't develop properly. They got really weird ways about developing and stuff. Yeah. And so anyway, and Daisy is taken off by into a taxi, which is funny when you think about it. And Luigi and Mario they lose the part of the meteorite. There is a meteorite type crystal that Di- Daisy has carried around with her ever, all the ever time. Ever since she was an egg. Yeah, and she's kept it with her, but she dropped it. Or and no, Luigi grabbed the yeah. necklace, didn't he? Yeah, when she was going through the portal or something, mm-hmm. he grabbed it and. and yeah. He lost it, and, yeah. and Luigi had yeah. it, then King he lost it. Cooper, or whatever the name is. King Cooper. He wants mm. both Daisy and this little meteorite thing, so he can emerge the port, the, um, the two, er, dimensions. two dimensions. So the, he can the make idea is Princess one. Daisy being the princess, yes, and having the pizza meteor together, seeking so they can close off this rift between the two dimensions, and Cooper wants to rule the world, <laughs> our world as well as his own world. Yeah. He's already taken over his world. Yeah, and the place mm. is a mess. Yeah, slime all over the place. Because considering that, <laughs> that Dino Manhattan is... No, Dino Hatton. Dino Hatton is, um, consists of that little city and the rest is wasteland. Yeah, well, yeah Like desert. looking at um, Judge Dredd's area, when you, if, you, if you will. The rest of it is wa- barren wasteland, if you will, right? Yes. But not... Well, that's why I was mentioning it a bit like Total Recall because he had a bit the city and outside just all mm. dust and nothing, and no one could live out there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, carry on. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> they, so they lose the the um, little the meteorite piece to um, a uh, prostitute named. Um, what's I don't her name? A prostitute, but it's a, a big Afro-American lady. Uh, mm. Don't know what she is, whether she's just a thug. Or a prostitute, well, or just a really nice lady yeah. who anyway, in, in a bad area. Anyway, she's a bit of a fug, <laughs> and I do like the costuming in this. The, eventually, the police arrive. They 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 dose them down with the um stuff. Well, they and they defungus them or something or other. Yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. Anyway, along with a, a music player named um, what's his name? Oh, uh, who cares? Who cares? He's not important. Yeah. <sighs> so they go to jail and. Um, Mr. King Cooper, whatever his name is, once um, demands this diamond thingy wing and, and says, and of course they said, no, we don't have it, yada, yada. And they said they're going to be forced to be de-evolved. Yeah, they had, they had an evolution machine you can go forward or backwards. So you can take a dinosaur and make him into a human or get a human and put him, make him into a dinosaur or, in our case, a monkey. Yes. We're supposed to come from monkeys. Yes, so... Yeah. The um the their inhabitants they get turned back into weird shaped di- creatures. Yeah, well, actually, uh, the Goombas. Yeah, I don't Goombas. know what they, they went back to. Half was it half man or something rather? Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the Goombas were in the game. They, I think they were. Yeah. They look like more like turtle type creatures. I, I, think, I think they were. Yeah, I can't really be sure. <laughs> but they made it big, big and chunky. Yeah, the Goomba. Are, um, it was uh, supposed to be in the background, but they they actually thought they were so good they brought them into the main part of the movie game with action stuff as well. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we eventually they eventually escape and they then take one of the police cars and they they do a bit of fun action stuff in the yeah. next scene, which is kind of yeah. cool. And meanwhile, this a good is happening. Chase scene like yeah. Steve McQueen would have been proud. While this is happening, Daisy's um with the other girls and one and. King, what's her face? King Cooper. Yeah. Think of Alice Cooper. Okay. okay. King Cooper's um assess, assistant or lover or whatever, um, call, you know, calls upon her and she was escorted out of the, the the cell and she dresses into a nice, awesome dress. Very nice. And she meets um Yoshi, the little baby that little dre- dinosaur. dinosaur. Oh, he's so cute. I want one. That's another creature that was pretty much in the game, obviously. Not that I've ever paid attention. Possibly. You know, a lot of different uh, things of Mario. Actually, that cost about $500,000 hmm. just to dead little creature. 
that's why I think they spent too much time really? spending bucks on things which weren't totally necessary. Yeah. yeah. In fact, King mm. Cooper yeah. um, tried to put the moves on, on dear old Daisy, even though Real she was not having it. <laughs> and who can blame her? It's a babe. Ha! <laughs> Well, she was. Of course, he. Of course, he He's wants cool. both her and the um, the meteorite. And unfortunately, the meteorite is in the possession of someone else. Yeah, but this big uh, Afro-American lady. Mm. Anyway, mm. the um. Meanwhile, Luigi and Maria they make their escape into the wasteland. I mentioned, and of course, the sl- the weird fungus. There's a fungus in throughout the city. That supposedly is the the remains of the ki- Princess Daisy's what? father, who was the king, who's and been devolved down to a slime or mm. fungus or fungus. Yeah, this movie. Right, fungus. Yeah. Anyway, um, He's the all king Cooper made the his spike and his um and what's his name? Uh, Iggy. Iggy. Iggy Pop. Okay, uh, Iggy, <laughs> and gave him an IQ of. No, they evolved them evolved up to a next them. level to give them brains. I mean, so they were a bit dumb before, now they're really smart. Yeah, yeah well, mm. not so smart. When they drive around that thing, it ends up crashing yeah. and they end up in But they didn't know how to drive. That's what I mean. But the funny part is, because he gave better intelligence, they realised that King Cooper, their cousin, was wrong and they sided with Mario and Luigi. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so. Um, they have a bit of a, what's the word, um, a compromise. They will give them the meteorite and they'll get, and they'll help them help find, get, get Daisy out yeah. and all stuff. And so they arranged it and they've gone inside a bit of a nightclub of sorts and there they meet the... Like Saturday Night Fever for Mario yeah. and Luigi. You look pretty yeah. good. Yeah, Mario mm. tries to be the gentleman in the scene where he tries to... Um, gain the um, rock by you know by dancing with, with the, the big, nice lady. The big lady, yeah. Mm. And she who happened to be wearing the rock around her neck. Yeah, he of course they could do a bit of a dance, and eventually he does get he the. Just, um, he it. grabs it when he, yeah he goes for a, a dip or something, puts a hand around her neck, and pulls up, and she doesn't realise for a couple of seconds and he's gone. Yeah. <coughs> eventually, mm. there's a bit of a chase ensues. Eventually, the rock kind of gets misplaced and lost and the assistant ends up getting it obviously and then yes. and then Mario and Luigi they make a daring escape using special um the special shoes oh uh, they're special uh, rocket shoes rocket shoes jumping shoes well yeah they're, all, they're energized I mean you jump you, you can jump really high with oh, yeah great for basketball yeah and <laughs> but higher they can they can jump and go Saying meters yeah. in the air and fly with them and stuff. Yeah. Really good. I want Throughout the yeah. end of this mm. movie, the fungus or the ex king has been helping Luigi and Mario as they go along. Yeah, they co- offer him, offer them small teeny bombs. Yeah, bombs. Yeah, little the bombs. Size. Yeah, little bombs. And they look like about, oh, about three or four centimeters across, something yeah. like that. Makes yeah. me think of those weird yeah. walking toys you where you wind up and, and they sets walk. off and it goes boom. But he, he actually gets one there and it finally blows up the naughty guy. Mm. Or. Or, or heads that direction anyway, yeah. Yeah, mm. anyway, um, they soon head inside sec- the secret headquarters of King Coop and they dress in, they went to the um, um, basement where all the pump, you know, plumbing is and where Luigi um, uses um, his expertise of freezing the piping. Yeah, they turn the, they, they the hot water down so it all had central heating and stuff so everything mm-hmm. started to cool down. And the dinosaurs don't like that. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, mm. Another ice age, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Daisy finally um, finally escapes and the assistant tries to kill her because she, now she's got this, the, the meteorite. She holds the power and stuff. And she's not, and she's not, she feels threatened that, that King Coop is getting cl- wanting to get close to Daisy in the, cre- in the creepy sense. Yeah. Uh, and so... Luckily enough, Daisy gets away thanks to um, her new dinosaur friends, and yeah. and she eventually um, meets up with Spike and um, Icky, whatever Iggy. His name is, Iggy, and they tell show her where her father is, the fungus. Yeah. He's in a throne type thing, and he's yeah, you got thrown there, and, and, and his gooey fungus hanging around there. Yeah, and, yeah. So this is your dad. Uh-huh. So they leave her alone with him for a bit. Very touching moment. Mm-hmm. 
like yeah. the fungus. I'm there she yeah. Um, yeah. finds a communication device where she gets to talk to Luigi and Mario through the speakers in yeah. the area yeah. and tells them where she's at. She's at there. There mm. you go. Right. Yeah, so and they come and say, yeah, yeah, yada, yada. You know, yeah, move so on. they head up there. <laughs> she introduces her to in them to her dad, and she tells Mario that your girlfriend has been taken here, you know, in a, a separate cell. So he goes, rescues his girlfriend and the remaining girls, seeing as there's a more, they, they, that's where all the other girls were kidnapped. Yep. Well, they were half dozen, uh, five. Yeah. yeah, yeah so of course, um, they eventually he had to kill. Well, not killer. I mean, he had to knock out a few of those dinosaur Goombas, creatures. Goombas. Goombas. And while they're making sure, they use a special... They, in one scene, they use a, a mattress and use it as a bit of a bobsled down yeah, a pipe. Yeah, it has a big pipe which might have been four feet across or something or five feet across. And they threw it in there. A bit like a yeah, like water slide. You've got to go over a big uh, tube. As I said, like, yeah. a, like a bobsled. Yeah, and they go down through there. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's, like the pipe, it's like a pipe like a water park. And go in there, and they got this uh, mattress. They're sliding down. They're having a wonderful time. They make a good, yeah. dr- a good ride on a theme park or something. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. King Coop eventually hears that yeah. his assistant and lo- ex love interest has the rock, and he he, <laughs> uh, he sends his policeman to go fetch it and all that stuff. Come on, point. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, eventually, um, he King Coop eventually, um. Meet finally finds Luigi and Daisy, and they're about to make their final plans of sending all the Goombas to the to the next to Earth. Eventually, oh, 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 man, I feel sorry for the Earth. <laughs> Look, what I do, I feel sorry for them. Tell the story. Anyway, <laughs> um, then um, luckily enough, the um, assistant does get the um the um meteorite back and Mario tries to play trick the um overlord that he has it by yeah huh? he he had the string in his hand that it came with but didn't know that the meteor wasn't in his hand they kept yeah. teasing him so follow me follow me yeah and that sort of stuff yeah teasing yeah. goading him onward so yeah well um Luigi and Daisy they they try to ch- head the um, ex assistant down, down the meteorite path. Yeah, they went down, down the meteor, and they're getting ready to put the part back in the meteor. Yeah. Yep. And so as Open she's putting it in, and then she gets zapped, zapped, zapped by the energy inside the meteorite that kills her eventually. Yes, but <laughs> at that same time, she opens the portal. Yeah, and. and lo and behold. And then. Um, Mario. Mario and the king, they head into. Onto um, they appear, New York, they, they appear in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, the, where, the, where the site, where, the archaeological site, where the site girls was. are there trying to explain the situation, and um, the guy, the horrible guy, who yeah. what's his name? Um, I'm thinking Scapelli. Scapelli doesn't yeah. believe it. Thinks it's a publicity stunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he doesn't, he doesn't think so. Then when he gets zapped to a monkey, but, yeah, where Cooper, <laughs> Cooper had the, this evolution gun set for. The evolution. He, he he points to the, somewhere. Uh, Mario misses him and hits Capelli. He turns into a chimpanzee. Oh, what a, what a cute monkey! Yeah, so funny watching them. <laughs> anyway, I did like the expression. But just after that, mm-hmm. they, uh, Princess Daisy and, and mm-hmm. Luigi happen to get this little chip out of the meteor. Yeah, and. Uh, King Cooper and Mario and Head a couple of Goombas go zap back into Dino Hatton again. Yeah. Yeah, and um, of course that was short-lived, wasn't it? Yeah, and then little, and then the little um, um, then Luigi and Mario they take the de-evolution guns and zap Mr. Cooper into oblivion. Well, they, they did say they hit him first with the, a zap, and he tur- turned him into half T-Rex. Yeah. And half human. He was very dangerous. So they zapped him again and turned him into a T Rex. Mm. A bit on the small side, but still. And that was not going too good. So they zapped him again and turned him into ooze. Ew. And then he dribbled down on the ground and died. Yeah, Yay. And they won. And Yay. everyone cheered. And straight away, all the people were rejoicing and, and painting over his posters and their imagery on the walls. Because they were and, sick of this guy. And then yeah. the king, mm. the um, Daisy's father, he gets. T- re- he, he comes to he, turn he came back, back to, normal. to his normal uh, 
Timo, Dino, yeah. Solve Again. Yeah, yeah. He then marks, God bless those plumbers. <laughs> God bless those, yeah, very good, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's quite funny. That, that guy there, uh, Lance Hendrickson, oh, yeah. played the king. He got a bit part there. He was a guy out of um, Pumpkinhead and stuff. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, no, Luigi, yeah. Mario, and Daisy, they head back to the meteorite where she open, reopens the portal so Mario and Luigi can go home. And Luigi want, wants Daisy to come with them. But unfortunately, now she's found her father, she wants to spend time with him and know her people. Yeah, see, so we see is in line to the throne, hey. Yeah, so she has to stay. And, and, and help her people. Yeah, yeah, lovely. So, um, eventually they have a bit of a romantic moment and then Luigi and Mario head back to <coughs> Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, and then three weeks later, they're getting ready, that's something on the news, Luigi's watching the news and talk about the, all the good bits they did and they're going to refer to as the Super Mario Brothers right. and then Daisy walks through it all a bit tattered and say, I need your help again. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, something's yeah. gone wrong in Dino Hatton and Mario says, okay, not a problem, and straps his plumber's belt on, and off they went in that nice. And then we have a post credit <laughs> scene way to the end of the credits. Yeah, this is funny. Where um, Spike and I- I- Iggy. Iggy, they are approached by some Chinese businessmen who wish to make a video game about them. Yeah, but you don't see them. You see the Chinese guys say, say we, we want to make a, um, a, movie, uh, a game out of you guys, rah, rah, this, this, that, and the other. And it turns around and you see Iggy and Spice there. And we want to call it um, um, Super Cousins. the Super Cooper Cousins. Yeah, yeah. And, ah. and, and, and the thing about this movie, yeah, this is where it ends, but the thing about this movie was this movie was made and drawn up, uh, drafted up the script, tel- uh, teleplay, as to be a prequel to the Nintendo game. Yeah. You mm. see, they're supposed to be before they made the game, not after the game. I see. That's why they added that bit in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ah. Isn't funny? No, not really. Not really no. Yeah. I just want to add that in. <laughs> I did think it was kind of cool, end of all that stuff. Look, it's a it's a good movie, but like I, said, I don't think it committed the right way to one or the other. If they could have made a kids movie and made a lot more fun, yeah, and made it more funnier. Look, I don't. I don't think every story, every film needs a backstory or something on people. We had enough. We know who Mario yeah. is. We know who Luigi is. We know who Dinosaur Land Cooper is. Well, yeah, we don't yeah. need to know too much character development. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I'm the, the yeah. my least favourite of mm. of video game movies is um, when they did Sonic the Hedgehog one. Let's talk about this movie. Because they made a tiny bit of a mistake when they did the um, CGI effects. It annoyed almost everyone. I mean, I know that years ago we didn't have this problem because audiences didn't um, play, didn't find out about this until when it's released. Sonic the Hedgehog, when I first made the animation for him, looked almost human. He should have been a hedgehog. They had to redo it. That, uh, move on. Yeah, it was a bit <laughs> disappointing care. because... I about this one. I know, but it was a bit dis- disappointing because they didn't bother to state the character. Instead, they just did something opposite to yeah. it. Well, they went too far the other way, yeah. So, uh, it, but anyway, let's get on to this movie. Sure thing. Anyway, after securing rights to the movie from uh, Nintendo, whatever, um, yeah, they had several script drafts and they just they couldn't get it right. They changed writing teams, everything else, yada, yada, yada. All the good groovy things you'd expect in a a project of this nature with no good reference points. And they finally came up with the the last uh, teleplay. And and someone actually said, one of the guys actually said something like it... um, We come from the Tim Burton School of Filmmaking. Oh, Because our background is in animation, uh, comic books. So we started off basing everything in reality and then try to have fun and exaggerate as much as possible. And that's what they did. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, they stayed true to themselves trying to make it. Hmm. But there was um uh, another bit there. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we tried to uh, tried some various avenues that didn't work. That's the scripts and everything. They came up too medieval or somehow wasn't the right thing. 
uh, I felt the project was taking a wrong turn. I told that before, didn't I? Mm. Uh, and that's when I began thinking of Max Headroom. You haven't seen Max Headroom. No. You get the idea. Uh, uh, and they and they travelled to Rome to meet with the creators, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. So yeah, um, yeah they, they had to get had to get through a lot of creational. Uh, Creational problems hmm. and figure out where it's going and how they want to deliver it and stuff mm-hmm. and it just went on and on. But here's one thing: I it, it, one of the things this guy said: this wasn't Snow White and the Seven Dinosaurs. The Dino World was dark. We didn't want to hold back. Uh, the film's only be delivered as a prequel to the games with the, uh, with the true story behind. Yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, they, they, I think they've achieved what they set out to do, but yeah. the problem mm. is that they could have done it a tad better mm. insofar as either developing storyline more for a younger audience and making a kid's movie or make it a tad more dark and a bit more serious and make it a mm. serious movie for yeah, adults. It's yeah, it's uh, interesting. Mm. Yeah. When, when it comes to mm. certain studios, whoever you are out there, yeah. um, you, when you have a bit of an, a particular yeah. audience you're catering yeah, towards, yeah, you, gotta, you, gotta really you know careful. who to cater to yeah. where you are in that studio. What, what but you, when it comes to a studio like this being an independent one, it's um, hard to know what audience you're trying to yeah, preach to. And, and that's really, that was really hard. And that's where the problem, I think the problem is they didn't commit to the right audience. And that's where they lost yeah. out big time. I think that's pretty much what... Uh, a lot of people have told yeah, me over the yeah. years when some people often say, what you, who you're catering this yeah, movie and to? you've got to be very careful. So Sarah's just made a movie. Can I mention your movie now? Yes, you may. Uh, it's called Attack of the Cat People. Okay, that's a short feature, 45 minutes. It is a tribute movie to the horror and sci-fi B-movies of the 1950s. Yes. Okay? With even so far as to do it in black and white, uh, they copied the uh, filming and lighting and the acting styles of that period. They had to dumb it down to make it look like that period. Mm. Now, there are people out there who like that genre. Mm-hmm. We didn't compromise, did we? No. No. And it came out pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. tongue-in-cheek sort of stuff, a little bit of humour, wasn't taken seriously. Damn fine film. Now, that, that had a, um, a desired goal mm-hmm. and you didn't deviate from that goal. Mm, true. You dig, you jiggled the script around here and there, did a few things, but you had a focus, mm-hmm. and that's where some movies don't seem to get that focus right, and it meanders. And that's I think this movie here was sitting on the fence, like yeah, some movies say, oh, that's good, no, yeah, right there, that'll do. No, it should no. They didn't make that commitment, and that's that that quantum leap in movie, in the movie world has to be made. Where do you want this movie to go? And hmm. uh, who do you want to see it? Who do you want to... Mar- who's going to pay the bucks to see it? Yeah. And the kids don't because they don't want to see this because it, it's too complicated for them and the adults, it's not adult enough. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, I do think it's pretty cool. I thought, I mean, don't, I'm not knocking it. I mean, as I have often done in the past, but I do think it's kind of funny and I do like how Bob... Pulls it off Bob as um, as um, Mario, and I he don't. He looks apart. Yeah. yeah, he acts apart. He mm. he can Mario was in the movie was not necessary to be intended to be an Italian American, mm-hmm. but it just worked out that way because Mario. Yeah, ain't, yeah so, and the kid yeah. who plays yeah. um, Luigi, I don't think Tom H- Hanks could ever pull it, it off no. because. Not knocking Tom Hanks, He's it's just that yeah. um, I don't think this would have been his style. No, but these two guys together, they had got that Afro, I don't know, Italian-American bit down good, even though I think John Leguizamo uh, is actually South American, I think. Mm. So, But they had got that Latin feel to it, and it worked. There was magic between these two guys. Mm, yeah, I agree. Yeah, And worked. I did think, I did mm. like the um, Dennis Hopper playing the deck. Dictator. Yeah, and I like Dan's He pops up in the odd, odd places. He played in, like, Easy to Ride years ago. Saw him in a, a Texas... I'm sure it was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre yeah. one of those and movies. And he was in um, the sequel to Cast Deadly Spell, The Witch yeah, Hunt. Yeah, he was. And um, he was in... Um, uh, I can't remember. He played an old hippie uh, yeah. in, in jail. Like, uh, I can't remember what it's called. 
uh, Keith the Sutherland was in it. Uh, no, nah, I lost. I lost my train. But he, he plays interesting roles. Mm-hmm. There are... He doesn't say, oh, "I'm going to play a drama." He just plays interesting roles. Yeah. So it was a good. I yeah. heard mm-hmm. that they might be making um, another movie, um, not another movie, but or a sequel or anything like that. I'm just meaning they're going to be probably making another Mario-related movie. It's going to be animated or real people? I don't know. That's a big question. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be animated or just going to be live a- live actors playing the roles. I don't know. I can't be sure. Yeah. It's hard to tell because, because, well, now that we've uh, we've done the Sonic the Hedgehog, I don't know what the what direction they might do with this one. Who knows? Anyway, um, I and won't go too much Again, here. like yeah. you said, mm. I don't know what direction... I just hope they know mm. what direction yeah. they're going to go for yeah. this time around because it's not neither a, a dark um, Matrix movie. It's more of a... Um, it's, well, it is a bit of a, it is a kid game after all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So I won't go to too much of the technical stuff here. Um the creature effects, I think I mentioned there. Yeah, that little that little uh, dinosaur guy. Hmm. They had uh, still stand-ins, fully mobile ones, whatever, etc. Cost over five hundred dollars, five hundred thousand dollars back then, which is almost a million dollars now. Just mm-hmm. that fun part of the movie, and and I think that's where your cost overruns aid in to. Um, mm-hmm. Their profits, yeah, uh, which I'd, was a problem mm. because if they made it a bit cheaper, they could have the same sort of effect that made some money on it. Anyway, can mm. we look at the reviews? I would love to see those, especially uh, the nasty ones. I'm not going to go through all of them because they're just they're, they're, they're inane, uh, some of them. Um, um, I will do a bit of an intro to this. Okay. I've found some notes here. It says, the film was met with generally generally mm. unfavorable reviews from critics who criticized the confusing narrative. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was that confusing. Not really. A perceived lack of faithfulness to its source material. What? A computer game? Uh, as much and, as I've an uh, inconsistent tone. Yeah, as yeah. far as I've concerned in the game, it's not it's not a detailed story. It's not. It's a, let's go there. Let's go. Uh, these monsters in the way. Yeah, let's knock them off. Yeah. It's mostly yeah. Mario jumping over. Uh, you yeah, know. Yeah. So uh, those I, turtles, I those yeah. um, mushrooms, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And gaining a bit of extra power yeah, and yeah. fights the King Coop and then rescues a princess. Yeah, so I, I don't understand what you're talking about. But praise the innovative special effects, creative artistic direction uh, and the performance of its actors. Mm-hmm. Now, now, remember, they, they praised all these good bits and the performance of its actors. Now, Mario creator, uh, I can't, it's a Japanese name, I can't, can't say it, Felt the film tried too hard to replicate the games instead of being a good film. Hmm. See what I mean? So they didn't get the focus right. It could have made a good film made on the game, but made a real film hmm. instead of trying to emulate the game. Hmm. Uh, anyway, despite the poor reception the Philip gained cult following in the uh, later years, has been recently regarded as a classic. Uh, a, cl- a cult classic so yeah. it's not probably made a lot of money after the fact yeah it's one yeah. of those yeah. movies that, yeah. that while wasn't it, appreciated. it wasn't appreciated yeah. back then mm. but now it's um, yeah. become a, a well liked movie yeah, yeah. And, and cult classics do make money in the end it's like take Woodstock mm-hmm. now, you know, I, I love Woodstock Woodstock uh, was a financial disaster uh, the the uh, when back in ninety uh, sixty eight sixty nine when they ran the concert the documentary actually made some money mm-hmm. the music uh, albums uh, the music albums they put out made some money but the guys who initially put the the the, uh, the concert together lost a lot of money at the time but probably recouped some along the way with all the the film rights and music rights and everything else over the years. A lot of things over, yeah. Anyway, um, now, Rotten Tomatoes, here we go. An approval rating of 28%. 28%. And it says, despite flashy sets and special effects, the Super Mario Brothers is too light on story <laughs> and substance to be anything more than a novelty. You see what I mean? From an adult's perspective, you see? 
Well, we've talked yeah. about um, yeah. how um, the adults. Remember when we yeah, talked about yeah. a review? I mean, uh, not a review. I mean, um, when they did an audience test, yep. some of the adults didn't yep. pre- understand the movie, but when the kids viewed it, that they liked yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, like SpongeBob Square. I keep going Sponge, Sponge, SpongeBob Square. I mean, I'm just trying to mentality level. Kids, little kids would like SpongeBob Square, SquarePants. I would sit down there and cringe and groan once again because I don't like that sort of rubbish. I'm not that age. Yeah, I'm, I'm 67. It's, I would rather see something designed for an adult audience. And this is where the problem is. I don't think this measures up. Now, Metacritic. Uh, it gets 35 out of 100. Generally unfavorable reviews. doesn't say what they said. Um, Michael Wilmington of Los Angeles Times said, It's a movie split in two. What do you mean by that? Wildly accomplished on one level. And I say, yeah, well, wa- yeah, wildly. Yeah. And wildly deficient on another. Hmm. And I think it gets back to every set design, everything's back to specs great, whoever something was lacking. He gave the film high marks for the effects uh, and the sheared uh, density, etc., of the production, production design, but ultimately. Uh, provided a low final score for poor writing. Ah. The storyline was not defined adult or child. Mm. Um, Now... uh, Sorry, a good reviews? I'm looking at... uh, Jeanette Maslin of the New York Times also commented on the film's visual effects and suggested Bob Bob Hoskins could handle any role with grace and good humour. But concluded, it doesn't have to have the jaunty hop and zap uh, spirit of Nintendo video game from which it takes <coughs> its inspiration. Oh, brother. You see? It's mostly... Now, this person is saying it's not like the game. It's mm. lacking something. And the guys tried to make it more like the game. And the guy from Nintendo said they tried to make it like the game instead of a real movie. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they didn't get... They, they missed the focal point on the design of the movie and the target audience. Mm. Yeah, that, and I, I've got to agree with some of these. Yeah. Um, okay, Hal Hinson from the Washington Post likewise praised the film for its performances and creature effects and pro- proclaimed, in short, it's a blast. He liked it. Wow. He At least it's one good review yeah, about no, this. No, no, no. Uh, Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune and Roger Ebert from Chicago Sun-Times gave the film two thumbs down on the television programs at school and Ebbett at the movie, citing total inconsistent, inconsistency and lack of narrative. Uh, narrative. Storytelling. Oh, uh, and the film was on their list of one of the worst items of 1993. Wait a minute. Stephen Hunter for the Baltimore Sun thought Yossi, the little dinosaur we talked about earlier, had more personality than all the human actors put together. <laughs> I thought that was cute. I liked that little dinosaur. He was cute. Yeah, he was cute. Now, here we go. Hal Hinson of the Washington Post declared the Goombas the best movie heavies since <laughs> the flying monkeys in The Wizards of Oz. No, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, come here, my little pretty, and your little dog, too. Yeah, whatever. Hi, my pretty. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Now, um, now, here at... Um, Here's something. Super Mario Brothers was one of the four Disney-related films under consideration for the Best Visual Effects Award at the 66 Academy Awards, mm. though the Academy ultimately nominated Nightmare Before Christmas. Help so, thumbs up good. for Tim Burton. And that is really good. Yeah, we like that sort of stuff. Now, now availability, guys. Now, if you have watched it. It could be worth watching again. Uh, yeah, just don't do it with a critique eye. Don't do the critical. I mean, it, I, I think it sits on the fence. They didn't aim at the right audience. They aimed, they aimed at fence sitting a bit on this one. They didn't aim for the kids properly. Didn't aim for the adults properly, and that's one of the lacking things. That, and that, that, that probably shows up in the storyline. Um, anyway, plenty available on eBay and plenty available on Amazon. And it could be in some streaming services. Who knows? I, I, I don't go too far into I this. I think so. it's worth a watch because mm. um, without having to be a review, without reviewing it, yeah. say, guys, um, it's very enjoyable. When you it, think. Look, 
it's a good, fun movie. It could have been a tad better. I, I, I can only give it about eight and a half because, yeah, I think the storyline itself and the lack of commitment to uh, one market or the next, that it, it shows a bit. Uh, but it's still, uh, the special effects, to me, I love special effects and set design. Mm-hmm. More so than yeah, in these sort of movies, and I've got to say that the whole thing of set designs and everything else, um, special effects, sets, uh, whatever, whatever, and every, everything good. worked good. It's just that the storyline let her down. So, I thought yeah, the yeah. storyline was pretty good. I mean, um, the fact that yeah. they had, were chasing after like a girl said, who turned no, out to be yeah, a princess. But you must the storyline didn't commit to child audience or an adult audience. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. The storyline was non-committal. It has to go. I want to entice Sarah to watch my movie. I did. How do I? No. Okay. Okay. Sally down the road, who might be a 30 plus something person, I want that genre. How do I get that person to watch the movie? Mm. Okay. Uh, and they did, I don't think they, they uh, assessed that you know, when they were doing the, the drafts of the scripts. They just, hey, this looks really good. It's fine. It's fun. It works, but they didn't. I don't think they got the target right. Okay, so I'm mm. going to um, rate this um, sort of eight and a half out of oh, ten. Same as me. I yeah. mean, eight, yeah. mostly because I I do enjoy the story. I like the fact that it deals with. Um, they start off just like ordinary plumbers. We're out of business, um, out of business <laughs> broke, yada yada, and then they go into adventure, and then. By the end, they are, they gain respect and and heroes and, and became heroes and all that stuff. And having dinner, and then uh, they're yeah, on to yeah. their next adventure, which is probably what the games are mostly about. Well, that was this is supposed to be before the games, where they got ideas from their stories and adventures, battling the Dino guys and everything. So yeah, this is also like a prequel to the. Nintendo games, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. Yeah, I do find that enjoyable. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I watched it as a kid, and I found it really inspiring to watch. That's good. Look, it's a good, fun movie. Could have been a tad better. That's what I'm trying to say. And you're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And look, it's like, well, it's like look, remember you when you were a kid, you used to watch Milo and Otis. Yes. For you people, uh, younger guys out there, it was a movie about a dog and a cat. Woof. All the narration and voices were done by Dudley Moore. Mm-hmm. It was a good, wholesome, good kid type movie. Yes, as an adult, you can sit through it probably once or twice without having your brain going numb. It was not a bad movie. I watched it a million times because my kids wanted to watch it and I got sick of watching the bloody thing. However, it think was targeted cool. for children. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, it wasn't an adult movie. <laughs> anyway, um,. Moving on. So, um, I do find this movie really worth watching. And and as I said before, guys, if you're a reviewer or just want to watch something that's in the 90s, just watch this, but without a critique eye. Yeah, look, just sit down there for a cup of coffee or And two. forget the old bad reviews, if you Yeah, will. look, and look, for what it's worth, the special effects and set designs are bad. Yeah, and that's also... Uh, Bob Hoskins and uh, John Leguizamo... That guy. Uh... <laughs> Uh, they really bring life to the roles. Yeah, just guys, think yeah. about um, the alternative. What if Da Vinci? I mean, I mean don't da, knock Danny um, DeVito. Danny DeVito oh, did like this, Danny. or Tom Hanks do these roles. Think yeah. about it, guys. Or would, you prefer, would you prefer Would you Bob over Danny DeVito, or Actually, would you very, prefer? I mean, um, they're very similar guys in some ways, but I, I, I would. Well, I would say Bob Hoskins lends his his, his talent to. These stranger roles, like he did, he did Mr. Smee in Hook. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's done this, which is he's doing a, a character mm-hmm. representation. Uh-huh. He did a detective in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is a non-serious mm-hmm. type role. Yeah. Yeah. So he he, he does these weird, strange, uh, just just off-center roles, and he handled yeah. them very, very well. I just don't yeah. think. Um, Dan DeVere would have pulled it off, and, I, and the same I could say for Tom Hanks and Arnold Schwarzenegger as the league. Well, I like I like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies as an action hero. I don't mind him in Junior and, and Jingle All the Way and stuff. And I don't but, mind if yeah. he becomes a bad guy if he if it ever comes up. But I just don't think this was. The, his I don't area. think it would have worked. Of course, there's um. Uh, yeah, I think 
I think, Dennis, a, I think Dennis Hopper played a really good yeah, nasty it guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy relief type bad guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's one. that's probably that's, um, oh, yeah. not comedy relief. Just yeah, yeah, um, mean, yeah. someone funny to play the role. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis Hopper's got that sort of uh, what's the word? He plays with a little bit of cynicism and stuff. Cynicism, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, yeah, he just he just something in. I see this the bad guy, but at the same not time, sinister cynicism, cynicism yeah, yeah, yeah. type but, bad guy yeah, yeah, that yeah. doesn't um, have the um, make him look like a bulky. Um, he's, he's a bad guy, but guy. in some ways he's sort of he's nice. He's a nice guy in some ways, but he's really mainly, mainly a bad guy. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's not like the guy in Tank Girl. Mm, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Matthew. Uh, um, no, the the nasty guy. That's um, what I mean. I'm talking about Matthew. Matthew um, um, what's his name? Matthew. Um, I can't remember his uh, name. Yeah, there's a guy who's white here. Uh, I know who you're talking about, Dad. I yeah, just. I know, yeah. But I know for oh, fact okay. that he yeah. um he played not too bad role. Yeah, but in some way, in fact, some parts of the movie, he's a not, he comes over as a nice guy, mm. a, a a businessman, but he had a nasty side. Yeah. He wants to. He's a megalomaniac yeah, and that sort of stuff. Even yeah. the mm, most yeah. well-known actors cannot always one hundred percent play the most yeah. baddie you, guys. You, you got to walk that fine line between good and bad. In some roles here. Some some guys do. I'm the good bad guy, the bad good guy, yeah. and whatever. It's yeah. just like what yeah, we. You get the mix. It's really good. It's just like when they um just they we were trying to cast. Um, well, I remember a movie we want time reviewed where they were considering Will Smith for the role and I thought no uh, what movie is that when that was um, um hmm. I just wasn't a Living Dead remake was it um no no nah, something else was it Will Smith yeah. I, I can't remember <laughs> he would have been younger yeah too young <laughs> he wasn't that young Okay, maybe not too young, but no, no, that was, was on the remake this I'm was talking back about. in the nineties yeah he wasn't that he young. was he would not have been old enough. Well, when, when did Independence Day come out? Hmm. A few years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he he played a part in that one. Yeah, well, anyway, he would not suit it anyway. Anyway, okay, right. um, some other movie, I think it was some other movie I was thinking of that where they were casting uh, whatever, whoever's doing the role and and for some reason, um, I guess it didn't suit him when well, I think about it. I mean, when you get the wrong wrong actors, you get the wrong yeah, you gotta get a bit. You've you, you got to pick, you got to get the mix right. You've you got a good actor, a good director, a good storyline. You've got to have a good movie. But mm. you know, if he, some some parts missing out of the equation, you're going to lose something. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes when, I think that that the people back then knew what they, who they were looking for yeah. when you think about it. If I was going to make a seriously deranged slasher movie today, mm-hmm. the first thing I'd look at, who's going to be the protagonist? Mm. Are we going to get somebody like a Michael Myers? Or a Jason Voorhees, or somebody who looks like a normal guy walking around and no mask, mm. but everything is all the naughty stuff is happening behind the scenes, off screen until later on in the movie. And then you find out this guy is actually killing his friends off. You know that sort of. Stuff. But you but you get a say so you get an ugly guy or average looking guy or whatever behind the mask. But when you have to play a lead role and you're going to blend in with everybody else, he's got to be a good-looking guy who's going to be personal, very have a nice personality and working for his friends and being quite lovable. But he's got a dark side. A lot of the guy in um, mm. Dale and Tucker versus Evil, the yeah. head guy, head, head teenager guy. Yeah. He seemed like a really nice guy in the beginning, a bit mm. up himself, but he was a mental case in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. sometimes it, it works yeah. in... Works yeah. against the grain because I don't mind if the guy is not is not a he's not a cutesy guy. It's not that be a Ken or a Barbie type. Yeah, no, but I like be, yeah. the um yeah. the got to uh, blend in though. Yeah. Working the fine line. I like yeah. the um hot the um dark, but you know, someone you you, you never suspect yeah, type yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the fact that. It doesn't have to be a well-known actor. Like you don't have yeah. to cast Tom Cruise for or to play the role. Well, that's can, scary. Nah, sorry, so, Tom. Sorry, Tom. But <laughs> just someone that can pull off the role and yeah. still um, gives you the audience the right set of impact. You get your for thrills, it. yeah, that, and the shudders and stuff, and and your jump scares and all that sort of good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's about it for us tonight because I don't want to end up persecuting this movie. What? Per- Persecuting it? Persecuting this movie. Like some people have persecuted it to death. Because they have. Some people don't like it. Yeah, they they rubbish it. Yeah. Yeah, 
it's not a rubbish. I mean, it's yeah, it's not a movie you should rubbish, but yeah, just because it's not on top of the pile doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Yeah, um, yeah they got a couple of things wrong, but still good. I often think the reason why wasn't on top apart from what you mentioned yeah. Mike I also think that there was a lot of awesome movies coming out during that period like well, yeah, Jurassic that, Park was one of them that was yeah, really the, awesome yeah, and other, yeah if a lot of other things were hitting the uh, the theatres at that point in time and the um, the main movies that everyone likes they get the uh, the receipts and the yeah, other ones they get put aside when, the, when it came out the um, Jurassic Park and Super Mario Bros came yeah. out at the same time, I wanted to go to see Jurassic Park, you know. Yeah, real dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess um, seeing if we only see one dinosaur in this movie would deal and with your shoe. And he's cute. I want one. But um, I guess this Jurassic Park wins out. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, the, all the special effects and animatronic stuff in Jurassic Park, I mean... For its time, was earth shattering, earth breaking, whatever you want to call it. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It made you believe dinosaurs really existed. I think that was the part of the advertising, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. True. Yeah, like, I'm when T Rex was chasing the uh, that slister guy and ate him in the toilet. Yeah, that was best part of the movie. Um, he deserved that. He left those keys in the car by themselves. Yeah. Um, you don't leave kids in the car. Even if it's raining, whatever. Um, I liked it when he <laughs> just um, when Jeff says. Um, we gotta go, go, you gotta, gotta go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Some really good camp lines, really funny. Way to go, Jeff. Tongue and cheek stuff. But, Very cool. Very um, camp. I think it was really good. But yeah, but that that was really good animatronics and really believable stuff. You go, crikey, they look real. Yeah, one yeah. day we'll do a yeah. um, review on the um, original Jurassic Park movies. Might do that, yeah. um, maybe not. Not today. Today. Anyway, yeah. that's about it for us it's really tonight. Good. I for, enjoyed the um, movie. Loving, liking this review. It's a little bit lacking, but it's still a good watch. Um, yeah, don't knock it until you watch it. Yeah, don't knock it until you try it. I mean, some people, again, it, it, if you like playing computer games, you might like it because it's yeah. how they interpreted the games. Again, yeah, as yeah. I said in the past, guys, do not take it as religion and believe that um, it's following the game or not following the game. No, because they, they, I think they tried to follow the games in some way and then it, yeah, it didn't work. The game, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it begins with um, our, our fat Super Mario brother, Mario, yeah. and he go, he jumps on these weird things, he yeah, climbs he, up yeah. these weird ladders, and he then kills the dragon yeah. creature and he saves horse. the princess. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, that's what I tried to base the movie on, which they... They did. did fall a bit, but they, again, as a real movie, they could have expanded the tad and a yeah. few things. And yeah, whatever. Anyway. anyway. So, anyway, guys, that's about it for us tonight. So, thanks for listening to us today's podcast. Okay, guys? Enjoy. Okay. And this is Sarah Stevenson. And Moral. Saying. Bye. Game over. Bye now. Bye.